get your bums up. Get your bums up. We're back, baby. Episode 41. I'm your host, Gabe Diaz. With me, we now have our only co-host. Jamie. It's Jamie here. Uh, I hate Russia. Inserts story about me eating a sandwich and me liking a scooby bop. (laughs) So, carriage is going to be two people from now on. (laughs) That was fun. (laughs) <laughs> um, Gary, say what's up to the people real quick, bro. Hey, how's it going? It's it's not Jamie. It's yeah, it's not Jamie. So, hate to uh, start the podcast on a sad note. I don't think it's that sad. It's it's mixed depending on how you felt about the motherfucker. Now, okay, okay, I love it. Um, but Jamie has decided to. <laughs> we have we've had some creative differences, and Jamie has stepped away from the podcast uh, to quote him. Just not feeling it, bros. <laughs> Just not feeling it. He so, grew up. Yeah, he grew up. He grew up, you know. He moved on into the adult world where yeah. you don't do podcasts. <laughs> I guess. Um, but no, it's all good. Jamie's still one of my best friends, you know, definitely top five. It just um, won't ever be the same. Though. It won't ever be the same, you know. Ah, <laughs> oh, no, we were already making plans to go to concerts and shit. Like, it's all good. Um, I didn't want to force him to be in it. I appreciate it. You know, his time and his service. He came up with Couch Bump, like the the rating. You know, he helped me out with that. And oh, like he was the one? All right, yeah, so yeah, we can change it. <laughs> it's up for debate now. It is, it is up for debate now. We can switch it all up. You want to um, just make it stars or our rating now? <laughs> but nah, uh, yeah, so just want to start out with saying, yeah, Jamie, if you, he's never going to listen to this because he hasn't listened to any of the episodes because it's hard to hear your own voice. I get that. Um, but if you do listen to it, Jamie, I love you, dog. I appreciate you. And uh, you're dead to me, motherfucker. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Any, do, you want, do you have any last words for, for Jamie before we move on? Damn, man. I don't know. I'll just text him later. Like. <laughs> yeah. All right. Sounds good. Uh, <laughs> moving on with the podcast. The show must go on. It's what Jamie would want. It's what Jamie would want. Yeah. The show uh, goes on. The show goes out, baby. Uh, so today we're talking Spider-Man trailer. The new Spider-Man uh, No Way Home trailer drop. So we're going to, you know, go into that for a second. Um, and we're also going to talk about the Netflix original, uh, The Harder They Fall. Gordo have been begging me to watch this movie. I'm talking FaceTimes, text, Snapchats. Did you watch it yet? You watched The Heart of They Fall? The Heart of- this is Gordo. This, this is, is Gordo. Gordo. Yeah. I might be exaggerating a little bit on how, you know, how passionate he was about it, but he did hit me up multiple times like, yo, have you watched it yet? We'll, we'll, so, we'll come back to Gordo. So we'll, we'll come back to him. We'll come back to him. Um, and then also before, actually, no, I was going to jump into it. I was going to mention uh, episode two of Dexter and uh, this other show called Line of Duty, but... Um, after we do the Spider-Man trailer, I'll just say a couple things about it because I really want. It. Carrie just finished watching the Spider-Man trailer, so while it's fresh in his mind, uh, you know, I wanted to see what what are some initial thoughts, bro. You just saw it. Besides the trailer, voice, <laughs> yeah, the, voice, I, the voice, the voice. The only thing that stuck out from that trailer was if you watch if you watch the first one that pops up on YouTube from like two days ago, or just like I guess November sixteenth. Listen uh-huh. to the ending trailer voice guy, and it, it's just so off. It's, it's, it's like not your normal trailer voice guy. 
Like it's like some guy just trying to rush through this shit. He's just like uh, coming in theaters only, only in theaters December seventeenth. Yeah, they like I could have done this shit. They should have got Rick and Rick and Morty do it with the birds and everything. You know, I mean, it's like got all the portals to different universes and shit. Like why not? Just like throw someone in. Like be creative. Yeah, Spider Man trailer. That's that's my impression. That's your impression. I I don't know how I feel, bro. I feel heavy mixed. I would say I feel mixed emotions here. Really? There's definitely things that I'm super excited to see, but then there's also some things that just made me kind of worry about uh, about where this shit's going. Um, first, I'll just say it's fucking sick to see the villains. Like this is this is a good and a bad because it's kind of like the movie no longer is its own sequel to what they've been building up. It's just like. Yo, everything is thrown into this. Andrew Garfield's villains, Tobey Maguire's villains, like everything is all in this, and it kind of feels like it's made for it's for nostalgia purposes, you know. Mm-hmm. But then I see goddamn Willem Dafoe in his goblin suit throwing pumpkin bombs and narrating, and I'm in that shit, bro. Like Does those show moments, without the goblin mask huh? on at all. Uh, neither the neither the trailer. They just show him like in his OG goblin suit, and they and oh yo, they, then uh, I'm a sucker for slow motion pumpkin bombs blowing up and people trying to catch it or people getting in the face. Like the OG Spider Mans would do that with like James Franco getting bombed in the face with the pumpkin bomb or like Toby uh hitting his web on the pumpkin bomb in slow motion. So that was definitely a reference to the other ones we've seen it here with Tom Holland jumping up. And he's like trying to catch one or throw one. I can't tell, and it's like blowing up in his face. So like stuff like that gets me going, bro. Seeing Doc Ock. The only thing is, like, I think that Disney does a pretty good job at adding or deleting shit from trailers, so that when you go into the movie, you're still kind of surprised. Um, and we'll get into some of the. I'll bring up some of the uh, conspiracies that are going on with this trailer in a second. Um. But yeah, because <laughs> like I, I got in this huge, not a huge debate, but me and uh, Allie, your favorite person, I've been talking about <laughs> if uh, if Toby and Andrew are gonna be in it, and I, to me, I think it's obvious they're gonna be in it. How do you how do you feel about it? You think they're uh, gonna be in that shit? I was I was actually just looking at the Rotten Tomatoes to see if they were in it for like the cast and crew. Uh huh. I didn't see anything, but yeah, but that's I, not something it, you're it, gonna. It, it, is going to be one of those things where since you didn't see anything at all in the trailer at all in any of the action sequences either it has to be like if they were to appear it'd be at the very end when spider-man gets all so, his boys just like into the spider-verse yeah and i was actually looking up the spider-man and then i accidentally clicked on into the spider-verse too and i was like oh nice into the spider-man into the spider-verse i was more excited about that that. i was just like nice this is coming out i was like Like, oh yeah if you if you you go and watch the trailer (laughs) there are certain moments where people think that uh, toby and andrew have been cut out like there's the climactic battle and you see sandman uh electro and uh lizard jump up and you see tom holland spider-man like attack all three of them, but he goes in the middle, and then out of nowhere, Lizard just gets punched in the face, 
and there's no Spider-Man or anything around. So it's like, yo, what the fuck? Like, there's definitely to- Toby definitely's uppercut. It had to be Andrew because that's his lizard. So Andrew definitely uppercuts the motherfucker, and they're not. They're, they cut it out. So I feel like they do a good job with like hiding what's going on, but it feels heavy, heavy cash grab, heavy. Let's excite people, um, and not just for the story part. And also, I can't get over. I can't get over Doctor Strange being part of this. Like, how is Doctor Strange fucked up this bad, bro? This bad? I don't see it. I don't see Doctor Strange. Like, you have to make that. There's got to be some me. outside force that screwed up the spell that they figure out at the end or something. Yeah, and but I also, don't. Go ahead. Like, why? Why does it have to be like strictly these villains? Why can't they have like when you were saying like the wiz- lizard? I want like mm. a weasel, you know, from. Uh, <laughs> Suicide Squad, Suicide. Yeah. like a weasel version of lizard, just like, just like actual like, like yeah. stupid lizard man or something. It's gotta like, be, it's gotta be for our nostalgia, bro. It's gotta yeah. be something familiar to it's, us. And I love, so okay. Actually, I was gonna say this. I love seeing Doc Ock. I love seeing Doc Ock be like, "You're not Peter Parker." That's dope. But then you immediately know he gets captured because. They show him like kind of behind the cell or whatever, and he's talking to them. And this is one of the parts that kind of falls flat for me, where they're like, "Oh, what's your name?" And he's like, "Oh, Doctor Octavius or whatever." And then Tom Holland's like, "Oh, what is it?" Like, uh, okay, like you know, you kind of done that to be shit. Joking and funny. Like what? What? You know, you're making fun of Doc Ock. Like we all know this name. We're all familiar with this name for the most part. Like it's you're banking on our nostalgia, or you're banking on us knowing that shit. Why are you playing it like that? And you did the same shit with Doctor Strange. So it might be a reference to him doing that in the past, but you got something to say? Real quick, as a plain, plain Jane, I thought it was slightly humorous. Because ah, I, I don't pay you. enough attention to, to these you, all these right. names. And so it's like, it's probably really? Marvel pandering to like, they've got the pandering of all the villains already. They might as well get everyone else. Yeah. Like with like but to me, even like even if I didn't know, that, to me it doesn't seem that funny. Like, what's your name? Then they say your name, and you're like, "Oh wait, really? What is it? Like, what? Where's the joke in that? You know, what is <laughs> you the joke?" Smiling right now. I'm sort of sort of smiling and laughing. Yeah, that's that's the point. It's supposed to be stupid. I don't but know. It's bro. like um, that that felt flat you know, for me. Wisecrack. He's <laughs> like he's still flat. in high school. Like he makes those jokes. It's reflective. a lot of the dialogue. I can't remember right now, but a lot of Doctor Strange's dialogue. When he's like Scooby Doo, this shit. Like, yeah, what the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah, there those moments where it just and it could be that I'm hearing weird dialogue because it is weird dialogue because that's not Doctor Strange, you know. It could be that could be the explanation, but right now I'm like, bro, Doctor Strange sounds weird. Um, I do love seeing yo. It's so hilarious seeing Electro because they definitely made his ass look way cooler in this 30 second clip. Than he did in all of uh, Amazing Spider-Man Two, and I love that and- uh, Jamie Foxx's uh, dialogue. He's like, "You can't take this. I need this. You can't take this from me." And it's like Jamie Foxx is literally saying that, "Like you can't take this from me, bro. I look cool now. Let me stay. Let me be Yellow Electro." Yeah, I, I honestly couldn't even tell that was the Jamie Foxx. Yeah, that's him. So from a while back, those yeah. it's a lot better. <laughs> I remember watching cool. that movie and being like, "This villain sucks." Yeah, we, and we now I'm that just like, he looks legitimate, like a villain. Yeah, we watched that. And then they have the whole on your birthday. Uh, yeah, the whole girl <laughs> falling and shit, and he's yeah, like, yeah, I, mean, I need next snap in action, man. Next yeah. snaps in day. Make and this Spider-Man never forgettable, you know. Yeah, and for then Doctor Strange has to fix that shit. 
Yeah. So there's like there's, there's neck, definitely bro. some there's definitely some cool shit. You see, like there's other goblins. So it's like, is that Dane DeHaan's goblin from uh, Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man, or is that James Franco's goblin? But he's low-key canceled. Actually, high. Yeah, they just bring in James Franco, just like <laughs> as himself, just as a villain. Can you? Yeah, like, right? Wait, why am I here? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's going on? <laughs> that would actually be hilarious. It's like two thousand. Doctor got Harry Osborn. Yeah. Doctor thinks he's getting Harry Osborn, but he just gets James Franco, and he finds out what his crimes are, and it's just like. Fuck it, you deserve to be here anyway. But it's like early 2000s James Franco, so he doesn't realize he's canceled yet. You know? <laughs> so he's like really lost. Oh, man. But yeah, I don't know, bro. I I guess I'm going to have to see it. I'm probably going to go day one. You know, I'm a huge Spider-Man fan. I cannot wait to see all of these characters. I, I can't help but the, they got me, bro. They got me with their marketing, all the nostalgia, all the old heroes. Like, I'm not excited to see, like, bro, I want to boot up the original trilogy. Honestly, like, I'm not excited to see Tom Holland. Don't give a fuck. Even though he, I do like his Spider-Man. Don't He's care about Zendaya. Yeah, I, I'm so excited to see my Spider-Man, bro. I'm so excited You're to see nostalgia. Tony. Not these kids' nostalgia. Yeah, fuck them kids, bro. <laughs> like, I'm ready, I'm ready to see Toby go at it against James Franco, bro. Like, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm ready for the Spider-Verse, yeah. The Spider-Verse, yeah. It'd be cool oh, if mean, fucking uh, Miles yeah. Morales showed up in the frame rate and everything, like the same frame rate as in the Spider-Verse. That'd be dope. That'd, That'd be, be dope. Cool. If they had the balls to do their shit. I'm really hoping we don't see a Venom. There's, You know, that's the thing that's scary. Is that there's Not scary, but concerning is there's so much shit going on. Spider-Man 3, we couldn't handle Venom and Sandman and Goblin. And now in this Spider-Man 3, we're going to have every fucking villain we've ever seen. You know, Paul G. and is probably going to show up too. Like, everyone's going to be in there, bro. Marvel needs grow balls and just make this a three-hour movie. That's how you do it. Make this I, shit three possible. hours. <laughs> and it just feels like with so many with so many people coming back that not everyone's going to get flushed out. It's going to be quick mm-hmm. Quick shots of people, but I need if you're gonna bring back Toby, if you're gonna bring back Andrew, I need at least 30 to 40 minutes with them. And I, most of that has to be them in action. You know what I'm saying? The majority's gotta be in action. You that's, know what's gonna make a oh shit. Go ahead, you know what's go gonna go. make or break this movie? What's up? Ned character development. Oh, what? what? <laughs> I don't give a fuck about the guy in the chair, bro. No one cares about fucking Ned, dude. Yo, he's just like his best friend. Because like, honestly, bro, right? honestly, I, I'm just thinking right now, I can see so- Sony is so desperate to have their own franchise, to have their own universe, that I could easily see them using this to fix Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man or to fix Toby's and like even reboot the OG franchise. Because you got Sam Raimi, or come, yeah, Sam Raimi's coming back for Doctor Strange. So he's back in the superhero world. I could easily see them being like, oh, we introduced Toby, and now we get Spider-Man 4. You know what I'm saying? And then we introduce Garfield, and then it's like, oh, shit, now we got Amazing Spider-Man 3. Now we got three Spider-Man franchises going on. Four, because you got Miles Morales. You got, like, four Spider-Man franchises going on. And then that way Venom and Morbius can jump in there at some point. And then maybe Disney's like, can we get our Tom Holland back now? You guys have your two OG Spider-Mans. Now let us have our boy back. I'm just throwing that. Yo, I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> but you heard it here first. I'm just throwing it out there. You know what I'm saying? 
This but, man uh, likes Spider-Man. I like Spider-Man, right? <laughs> I like he's that he's one of my favorites, if not my favorite. So Yo, just uh, wait real quick. You know what would be the ultimate game changer? Talk to me. Yo, Spider-Man in the fucking jungle. Forced. You know how he's like jungle. how he's like shooting webs to like buildings and shit? What about yeah. if there was fucking trees and he's shooting webs to those yeah. trees, man? Just think about this shit. <laughs> That'd be sick, bro. Nah, I, yo, I'd pay full price for that shit. <laughs> the more you think IMAX, about it, the cooler uh, it gets, you know? He just went monkeys. He taught, he learned how to swing because monkeys taught him in the jungle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, this is the, this is the, the real, like, a the Spider-Man from the jungle. Like, yeah. <laughs> comes into this instead right, of Jane instead of Jane it's Mary, <laughs> Mary Jane alright 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 moving no on more no more Spider-Man no more Spider-Man no more Spider-Man real quick Dexter episode 2 still fire still fire not maybe not as good as the first episode but they're on Dexter's ass like immediately it's it's kind of like in uh, later seasons or not even later season, but like later on in a, like a normal season, he gets close to being caught or he has a lot of close calls. This show off rip, like episode two, they're searching for, they're searching for the guy that Dexter killed and Dexter killed him around his home. And goddamn, if the, if the police don't use his base, his home as the base for the search, <laughs> like where, where the murder happened is where the police set up base. They set up camp. Because Dexter's dating the sheriff. So, like, it's kind of backfired on him. They're, like, literally exploring. And at the same time, he's got his son that's coming to find him. Um, he's, like, decides to let him stay. So on the same day that uh, he allows his son back in his life, they're, like, running around the woods trying to find a dead body. <laughs> like, And he's, like, trying to cover his tracks. It's crazy, bro. It's crazy off-rip. And I love it. I love it. It's it's got everything you want in Dexter so far. Besides, he didn't kill anybody else in this episode, so there's got to be more blood coming. Um, but overall, it's solid. My only real critique, or not even a critique, a complaint would be Deb, his imaginary friend. Sometimes she comes on a little extra. She comes on heavy, like in the. She's more theatrical. In the original, Harry would just talk to Dexter and just tell him, like, yo, Dexter, you're fucking up. Stick to the code. In this one, Deb is, like, theatrical. She, like, she got shot in the original series, so she, like, pulls out a bullet from her wound and it, like, shows her digging in there. And she just, like, is really in his face all the time and, like, yells at him. The only thing is sometimes she does say some shit that's true. Sometimes she'll be like, Dexter, you're fucking up. And it's because of this, this, and that. And toma con you. And she's, like, and you're, like, fuck, like. He can't even come, he can't even say anything back. He's like, you got me, there. you got me. <laughs> so there are moments where I'm like, all right. Uh, but overall, is it's pretty good. Um, I'm excited to watch it next week and to keep watching it, you know, on a weekly basis. If you're a Dexter fan, I think you'll be satisfied so far. We'll see if they keep it up or if this shit goes tits up. You know, <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Um, and then the last thing I want to talk about before the harder they fall um, is a it's a British show. Uh, like a, I don't know if I want to call it a procedure, like a, a cop procedural. Um, it's called Line of Duty. It's on Hulu and Amazon Prime. My dad put me on, and I've been addicted to this shit, bro. It's uh, <laughs> like just to give you a quick synopsis. It stars or not stars. It uh, centers around a anti-corruption agency, so police officers, 
who investigate anti-corruption in their own, like their own, they basically investigate their own people. So if mm-hmm. a crime goes down or if it, there's officers involved in something that goes down and there's like suspicion, like, wait, did you guys follow a protocol? Like, is there an extra crime? You know, so it's that kind of thing. And then mm-hmm. they get into it. And the first season stars, uh, if you ever watched The Walking Dead, I know you haven't. Um, <laughs> but if you have watched The Walking Dead, you know Morgan. I didn't know he was British. Uh, he's British in this. Uh, so I, I looked him up. And of course, British actor, they're always taking our American roles. God damn it. <laughs> um, but he's in this and he's the one they're investigating for the first season. And it's fucking intense, bro. Like, I really don't want to give too much, but there's a lot of twists and turns. Uh, you just can't, it's one of those shows where you like this person, you see where they're coming from and how they got in the situation and you can see them make the wrong decision. You can see them snowball into like the worst case scenario and you just try to get, you just try to see them, how they're going to escape, how they're going to get away with it. Um, super intense. And they have the balls to fucking, like, I really don't want to spoil shit, but like a season two, episode one ends with like they will introduce characters. They will bring people up and you're like, all right, this is a brand new character. This is, you know, we just had a whole backstory with them. We just spent time with them. We even saw them in a relationship. And then the next thing you know, bro, this bitch got thrown out of a window, like five stories, bro. <laughs> like I know I said I wasn't gonna spoil it, but like if it's season two, by the time you get to it, you'll forget that I even said this shit. But like they go there, bro. And it's just the way they do it, like they have it's rare to see a show that has the balls to really do that, to really develop some characters and then be like, they can die too. You know what I'm saying? Yo, well, do I have the anime for you? Ranking of kings. <laughs> Ranking like, of kings. Of kings. <laughs> kings of the rank. Ranking of kings. Yo, but I got one one question for you. What's up? Yo, what exactly is a procedural? I always hear British procedural, but I never hear American procedural. It's, from what I... What is a procedural? No, I'm pretty, <laughs> sure, they're Amer- I'm pretty sure American ones, too. I'm How pretty like- sure it's... <laughs> it's kind of like, for our American ones, it probably would be like Homicide. You know, oh. I was a big one. I don't know if law, maybe Law and Order, but that's a little out, out, out like me, exaggerated. I think. Let me look, look up it up. Definition but for, for, of my, mine is just like a, a uh, not a British, but like a, it goes through kind of the steps of cops. Like it goes through the job of a cop. That's oh, it's just realistic I, treatment of professional procedures. Yeah. Why don't they so, call yeah. it American procedurals? Why is I'm it sure there are. I'm sure there are. They're just a lot yeah, more British ones. It's just like I never hear the word procedural except with British preceding it, you know? Sounds <laughs> <laughs> right, like a tongue twister now, bro. Yeah. Just like, you'll, you'll, everybody knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. But now I recommend it. It's super entertaining. It's only like five or six episodes per season. They are What's hour it called long. Again? Line of Duty. Line of I'll, Duty. I'd give it a shot, bro. It's really, it's really cool uh, seeing these people because it's a tough job. You're a cop yourself, and you're having, you have to bring other cops to justice or try to figure out. And nobody likes you. Everybody hates you for that. You're always seen as kind of a rat or someone going against your own people. You know what I'm saying? So that's that kind of, <laughs> you know. But uh, it's super entertaining. 
Um, I'm always trying to, like, I'm at work in between selling cars. I'm trying to get like a little 10 minutes of, uh, no, I'm kidding. I'm not. What would I think of a lunch? Just a little prick. Keep me going, man. A lot of duty, you know? Like, in my head, I'm like speaking in a British accent and shit. That's how deep I am, you know? Like, every time I say something in my head, I hear it with like a British slang. Um, but yeah, so that was the couple of shows that I wanted to touch upon real quick. Uh, now let's talk, uh, the harder they fall uh netflix um original whatever you want to call it uh it's your cowboy cowboy movie western um it's more of your I, this i didn't know this term because i was trying to figure out what what this kind of western is because i'm gonna be real these aren't the westerns that usually draw my interest um it's oh, kind racist. of yo chill bro chill, what <laughs> I'm not saying that, bro. I'm not saying that. But, what you saying, um, though? What you saying? My thing is, it's kind of like uh, on Netflix, they had another one with um, Denzel and uh, what's his name that's voicing everyone now? He's voicing Mario. He's voicing Sa- uh, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Yeah, yeah. It was like one with it was like Magnificent 10 or 8. Or- yeah, it was some shit like that. Some number. Um, some, some number like that. Like, it looks so clean. The production was, it was just so, it, to me, it looked like they were on a studio, you know? And so uh, Double Toast is like one of my favorite podcasts. And so I was listening to what they were what they were calling it, and they called it a stylized Western. And that, to me, makes sense. This is definitely a stylized Western. It's not your, uh, your gritty, like, realistic Western. It's just, it's more showy, more flashy, and exaggerated. Someone called it kind of almost like a, a Western comic book. And after, you know, thinking about it like that, I can kind of see what they're saying. Um, me personally, I'm more into, uh, like, my favorite, one of my favorite Westerns is uh, 310 to Yuma. I don't know if you, have I made you watch that with me? Or have I made you watch that? Uh, I think you talked about it, but we never watched it. Yeah, we got. We might just have to review that shit. Um, <laughs> it's so good. It's, it's a remake. Well, there's original, it's also called 310 to Yuma. The remake, the one that I like, stars Christian Bale. Um and uh, Russell Crowe, and it's it's gritty. It's really all oh, Ben Foster's in it. It's just it's you have people in it that look, feel, smell like they're in these times. You know, you can see the fucking bugs buzzing around them. You can see the sweat. You can see how they're living. You can see how dirty you. It really immerses you in the time zone, and that's kind of what I like about that movie. Or even I don't know if it's me. Maybe I just like westerns with Christian Bale. Because he was also another one called Hostels, which is, you know, very similar vibe, gritty. Uh, he's got to transport some people that he, he tries to transport uh, Native Americans that at first he absolutely hates because he's low-key racist. But through the journey, through the adventure, through killing motherfuckers, he learns, <laughs> he learns to appreciate other cultures, you know. But, like, it felt real for the most part. This, this is a little bit exaggerated. It opens up with... Um, our main character, his name is, let me look it up. His name is Nat Love. Uh, it opens <laughs> up with Idris Alba, uh, Rufus Buck, I believe is his name. He fucking busts in. Name. It's his, it's, uh, it's uh, Nat's dad, his, his uh, mom, and just him. They're eating dinner, eating breakfast or whatever. Rufus Buck busts in there, shoots everybody, and then uh, Mark's, uh, Nat with the cross, 
on his on his forehead. And that's our opening, which is kind of a classic Western opening. I feel like I've seen some shit like that where you're just like, okay, here we go. Now we know what the revenge is for. I wouldn't have mine, you know, maybe spending a little bit of time with them. Before, just so I could care so a little bit. Fucking care, yeah. yeah. Like I was just like, okay, cool. Like, yeah, have the mom, weird. like, have the mom, like, taking care of the kid. Have the dad show he's like a good person. Something, and then dude just busts, and you're like, fuck. Just something. So you actually cause, care because there's moments where they're like, oh, do you, like, oh, is your was your dad a good person? It's like I don't know. I didn't get to see him do anything. I don't know what farm we were on. I don't know what. Like I don't know anything about my dad, bro. Fucking blasted his ass. When I was like, too. <laughs> uh, but um, so it stars uh, Jonathan Majors, who we've seen in uh, Loki. We've seen him in Loki as uh, what was his name? Like the the watcher. Remains. It was he remains. Yeah. Is that what it was? I thought you had That's what his name. official character name is. Oh, yeah? Okay, I'll get to yeah. that because I forgot. <laughs> I looked it up. Um, I was like, where have I seen this guy before? <laughs> yeah, he's he's our main guy. That's Nat Love. And he has a crew, ragtag crew, uh, that follows Much him around. Much black, motherfucker. Yeah. And then <laughs> some, you got... Some fries. Some fries. Rufus, motherfucker. Yeah, basically, they were, they were like trying to copy that shit right there. Yeah. And then Rufus Buck, Idris Alba has his own gang. Um, mostly is, is, you know, the main people there. You got Lakeith Stanfield as Cherokee Bill. Lakeith fucking kills it, in my opinion, for the most of it. Mm-hmm. His character kind of lost steam for me toward the end, but for the, the beginning, there's a train. There's a train scene. <laughs> there's, a, there's a train scene where he, him and Regina King are going back and forth, and she's like interrupting him, and he's like, God damn, girl, like, you know, like my countdowns. Like, there's moments where he's like, he's smooth and laid back, but also kind of intimidating. Honestly, I think he does a better job than Idris Alba. I think we should have focused more on Lakeith, yeah. in my humble opinion. Um, and then we also have Regina King. Uh, she was who everyone knows Regina King, but lately she's been in some good ass shit like Watchmen, and a lot of people know her as uh, Riley and um, what's the and Huey and uh, um, the Boondocks. Uh, and honestly, you hear a lot of Riley in if you and me, I couldn't help but hear Riley a lot of times. She would just come up to people and like it just man, I just wanted to just hear her say some crazy shit like Riley would say, you know. Uh-huh. Um, but she was kind of kind of weak for me. If I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you, Regina King. Much as I love her, much as I love Riley and the Boondocks, uh, there was this, um, she had like a whole last monologue where she was interrogating Zazie Beats, her character, Zazie Beetz. And, and she's like peeling an apple for like half, like for like yeah, five what minutes. What the fuck was the point of that story? <laughs> I literally skipped the whole story. I heard the. I think there's something about his sister. I fast forward that whole shit, bro. I was like, "What the fuck are we doing here?" It's like over two hours. You know the the beginning. The beginning of the movie has that opening where shit pops off, and then after that, it's pretty much like a love a love romantic movie for a while. For a good like 15, 20 minutes, it's about uh, Jonathan Majors and Zazie Beats are their characters reconnecting and getting slapped around or whatever, and then. We have the the uh, heist scene where they uh-huh. uh, rob the bank, but it's Idris Elba that they're robbing, which is fucking ridiculous. They have this man in this uh, box 
like he's tough or some shit. Like he's about to metal bend his ass out of there. Like, <laughs> bro, what? He's just standing there the whole time while he's on a train. Like, how long has he been standing straight up? You know? And how is he gonna? This this motherfucker is not Michael Myers from Halloween. You don't need this kind of some chains would have. You know? Like he shoots people. <laughs> like he, just some chains would have been okay. You don't need this dramatic ass fucking box you have him holding him up in. And then he comes out. Part of the reason I, I took a while to watch it because the trailer, this scene was in the trailer and it just like turned, it just, it felt like they were trying so hard to make Idris cool. Exactly. They, just they tried to, too hard in this movie. Bro. And they just tried, it didn't come off right. And they, at every point they tried so hard to make Idris or other people look cool without showing them doing anything cool. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. can't tell you one thing that Idris, Idris fucking sucker punched someone in this and then knocked out their teeth. That's the coolest thing that Idris did in this yeah. whole movie. Like they, the, like, there's like two or three things that I don't remember from this movie. Much obliged motherfucker because of the meme value. Uh, when he's beating up the guy with the gun and showing the, him get, beating the guy's ass from the perspective of the gun yeah. <laughs> over and over. I was like, yeah. I like that. That's cool. Let's That's... see some gun action. And then when they were like, yo, we're down 50K. How the fuck are we going to get this uh, town back together? But we hired this random blue dancing girl. <laughs> like, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. wait, I thought they were poor. Like, where's this bitch coming from? Like, she, she just out here dancing and shit. Like, yeah, they had like a whole new setup and shit. Like by yeah, by was, nighttime, they, yeah, like, they had a whole. Like, they renovated. Like, she matched with the coats. walls. Like, what is this? <laughs> like her blue shit matched with the walls in the saloon. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> So but that was cool though. I was like, you know oh, what? Yeah. Among the random, like any any of the Keith Stanfield movie, there's gonna be like some random weird shit happening at some point. Yeah. And that, yeah. I was like, you know what? I was okay with that random weird shit this time. Yeah, for the but, most uh, part. But um, okay, yeah, so go ahead. You ever you ever like back back in school, right? You're uh, writing an essay for English class, mm-hmm. and you write you write your paper. You think it's good. Uh, and then uh, you submit it to the teacher, and they give you like an eighty-five. This, this is bit. this is like this is that eighty to eighty-five paper that you like. Right. You killed the intro, right? You like yeah. wrote it out. You, you like illustrated what you want to talk about. You yeah. every, you set it up. Got your reference. And you killed you killed the conclusion of just like yeah, this is how it goes. Like this is how everything wraps up. Just like yeah, but you forgot about like hitting up the three bodies where it's like you create supporting you create three topics and you have supporting points for those yeah. topics. It mm-hmm. was just like everything in between. It was just like when they robbed the bank, it was like they robbed the bank in like three minutes. Like I was just yeah. like, Oh shit. Like it's already over. Like shit. These, shit just, they these just characters like, are so dumb and not uninteresting yeah. for the most part. Like there's two or three characters that just turn themselves in to be caught with no real plan. They just show <laughs> up ready to be caught. I was like, "Oh, you didn't have any plan. You're just also captured now. You're all, you're just being tortured now. Yeah. Now we're robbing banks for this motherfucker. You should be here trying to kill him, and you're over here robbing a bank for him. Like, what is that? Ha- like, what are we doing, guys? Daddy <laughs> Beats has his plan too. Like, what what was your plan, girl? I don't know what you're doing here. And yeah, like, and I, we have. Go ahead. What were you gonna say? I, I like you. You you get that feeling, but it's it's also one of those movies where it's like it creates that environment where it's like sort of okay for the characters to do stupid shit. Just like that vibe of just like, this isn't actually like how rational people would act. This is just like a story. 
you know? But at the same time, we've seen movies do like, like a Quentin Tarantino film. It's just Mm -hmm. like how things act, but it's just like, at least Quentin Tarantino like made it good and cool. This is just like, they were just doing weird shit and you're like, okay. I'm not (laughs) not the craziest about Django Unchained, but this does feel like something it was looking up to. You know, especially, and shit out the water. <laughs> especially with the music choices, bro. Uh-huh. I'm not another thing about westerns is I'm not crazy about having like random hip hop in a western and stuff. Like it's it kind of works with like Django is kind of cool because it's Tarantino, he can kind of do crazy shit like that. But it also kind of breaks immersion for me. You know, like I like the like the soundtrack is dope on its own if I'm at the gym or some shit. But if I've seen like a guy on his horse. And he's talking about like fucking bitches and like random shit that lose to our time. It's just kind of like, ah, like, I don't know. Like this, can we pretend that we're in like actually here in the, you know, in this world? And especially in the beginning, yo, they did, they did combos with people in the air. The opening kill, uh, fucking Jonathan Major's character shoots like a one guy in the air twice. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Where he's yeah. falling, he hits him twice. Was, like he's. I flying. was thinking like guns sh- sh- hit that hard that people are just like getting, yeah, getting juggled. <laughs> They're, like, getting juggled yes. <laughs> They're getting, getting juggled. Yeah. They're getting juggled in the air. This is this like, is Aaron Black from yep, Mortal Kombat yep, just um, like juggling a dude, and you're like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like right. man. Dude. It was like hundred to zero that quick. Oh, yeah, bro. Victory. But the soundtrack, like he had this one song that kept playing over and over again, and it just sounded like uh the a SpongeBob episode where there was, <laughs> there's one guy's like it was like that shit over and over again. And it was like, bro, play a different song. Like, and then the subtitles, it's like the director's name is like Jaime's. Uh, what is it? Let me look it up. It's like Jaime's Samuel, and it's like the Jaime's Samuel remix. So I guess he also does music and he's involved with music and shit. Like that's dope, I guess. But for the movie, that shit took me out of it, bro. That shit took. Yeah. I don't know how you felt about the music. The, the music, the music was just like bang right there with the how the movie felt. There were so many like transition shots where it was like, okay, we're moving on to another scene. So now let's show some people on horses and a hip hop song. You know, or a yeah. Caribbean song, yeah, some yeah, Bob exactly. Marley out of nowhere. It's like, what? What? It was just like, come on, guys, let's do something creative here. Let's do something, you know, show me something different. If you're, not, you know, if you're gonna be stylized, at least do something cool with this shit. Um, and I, I know a lot of people were saying Jonathan Majors is like this new hot shot. Um, apparently he was great in, um, I think he's, yeah, he's in Lovecraft Country, um, Last Man in San Francisco. Apparently he killed it. Uh, he was awesome in Loki. He's gonna be Kang the Conqueror and Ant Man. Like he's got. Oh, apparently he's gonna be in Creed three. This man's got Disney money. This man's got money all over the place. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I I don't see it right now, bro. It I haven't. I've only seen him in Loki. He didn't blow my mind in Loki, and I'm seeing him. In, I'm seeing him in this. And honestly, bro, I don't. I didn't buy it one time that this guy was a badass. For the most of the time, like his face to me, the like he just looked like he was kind of always nervous or always kind of yeah. constipated. Like he just never, I never bought him as a badass. And you know, for the most of these characters, I never bought them as people actually in the south or in the country. You know, like everyone had this weird 
country cowboy accent Maybe they were Lakeith doing. Maybe Lakeith Sanfield. Lakeith, but I, I don't think, like, listen to it. I don't think Lakeith was really even doing oh, the accent. Oh, you're talking about voice? Voice-wise, <laughs> okay. voice-wise, I think Lakeith was just Lakeith, which was the best. Yeah. It was the best, though. Everybody else was trying to do, like, a heavy accent, especially RJ Clyer. I don't know if I'm saying his last name right. He's fucking, he's a, the Blue Power Ranger in the new Power Ranger movies. But he's the, he's Jim Beckworth in this one where he's the fast, uh, he's the guy oh, yeah. who's, who thinks he's like a hot shot with guns and he's spinning them around and throwing them in the air and catching between his legs and shit and all that. And it's just like, as soon, the, the first scene with him, the first scene, the first introduction with him, I knew exactly how this motherfucker was going out. Yeah, yep. I knew exactly his character before he even finished his first line of dialogue, bro. I was like, they're not even going to try. <laughs> they're not even going to try with this character. They're not even going to yeah, make... He was, he was basically comic relief. And once you've been solidified as comic relief, you can't make like a, a solid like spear movement into as a character in a story. You're just like, you're there... And you're just there to be tossed aside at some point. And I was, I was really disappointed because they set him up as comic relief. And I was like, come on, just come on, actually do what you're saying you're going to do. Come just on, do, do that just one do thing it. that you've been just saying you're going to do, do the whole fucking movie. Yeah. And it was just like, even the way shit goes down with him is very predictable. You could read it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's coming. Like, it's just, you, they didn't do anything different. They could have yeah. done something different. That could have been a cool character. Also, that character, he's supposed to be like fastest hands in the east or whatever in the west, and they don't ever show him. Sh- they don't ever show him do anything either. He just says he's the best. He just says he's the fastest, but he literally just shoots like bottles or something. You never see him in an interaction in a fight, do we? I don't ever. Really I can't remember fucking seeing. remember anything. He, I don't remember. He, he was not part he just of any. Shit. He just talks <laughs> shit, you know. And it was like you at least back him up. You know, at least show us that there's one character that's like, oh, he was fast. But it's yeah, like, that was like the one you... like redeeming statement for him. And it's just like, dude, it's just like you didn't but... you didn't make him enough of a character to say mm-hmm. shit like that. We don't yeah. care. We don't care. Um, yo, shout out to the Waynes, bros. Though they had Damon yeah. Waynes Jr. You recognize him? You yeah. saw him? You're like, come on, this, oh, like, so many people don't fit in this shit. He does not fit in this, bro. That's so funny. Um, let me check my notes, see if I'm missing anything, bro. Um, yo, that ending, the ending what the reveal twist. Huh? Spoilers. What? Spoilers. I, I'm just saying like, like I was, I was, I was like, okay, nice. You actually have a decent twist. I don't know how actually the timelines go, but what Jay bro. did with the twist was just like a wet fart. You know? Dude, the thing is, as soon as this character starts talking, I knew exactly what the twist was. Like, up until that point, I didn't know the, what the connection, what a reason was. It was anything yeah. that I could imagine. You know what I'm saying? Because it hadn't hit anything. And then as soon as he started saying one word, as soon as this character started talking just a little he bit, he starts I was moping like, around in the corner with his little like, drink. You're like, oh. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, bro, it, they just kill the fun out of revenge yeah you know what i'm saying he, I, it's, he turned it into nobody gets me so i just kill people like <laughs> yeah it's just but like, you get me because i created you it's yeah, just like the fuck so lame the, how, why, that, why'd you that, do this why couldn't we see and this is where i like i'm not trying to spoil too much 
But we really never see Idris Elba do anything cool. He just gets out of a box. And that's he calls it. shots. That's that's about yeah. it. Yeah. And then for the most part, he's in this big window where it's like, why has anyone just sniped him? He's just standing <laughs> in his window and everybody can see him no matter what. He's having stands off with people like 80 yards out. You know what I'm saying? Like they can see his facial expression and shit. It's like you're not seeing. If you can see his facial expressions, shoot this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, that's that's one of those things where it's just like it's one. It's a story that doesn't like follow rationale. It's just like a story st- to be a story. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's pretty man. It's kind of uh, it's kind of how you felt about Finch. Like I've you've seen those movies before. You've seen these. Uh, yeah, action but movies. Finch was ass. Like, <laughs> oh, chill. Finch like, was not ass. Finch was high tier ass. Nah, this was bro. this was like uh, medium medium uh, futon. Finch like, knew how to get in and out, and it was on Apple <laughs> TV. You know what I'm saying? This one has so the they shaved this like movie two. by thirty minutes, which they could have. You Maybe. you would think like this was a good movie. I'm not saying it. I mean, it was it was like a solid movie. Like, if I wasn't paying attention, I was just like walking out of the room. I'd be like, you know what? Maybe I should actually give this movie my full time, and then I'd be disappointed by that. But you know, like it could deceive people into thinking that it was like one of those good movies. You know, we're not here to tell people how they can be deceived. We're here to (laughs) tell people, you know, give them strength. Yeah, you oh, got yeah. Deceived, Gordo. Gordo loved this, bro. I mean, yo. to be fair, Gordo wasn't like, "Yo, it's the greatest movie of all time." I'm not gonna put him, you know, in that spot. But he did say he enjoyed it a lot. I gotta check it out. Yo. He loved the soundtrack and everything. The culture, yeah. I get, I get the whole culture thing. That's dope. I like. If it was a a cowboy movie with a whole bunch of, and to be fair, like cowboys, if we really go back. I'm sure they were actually black. The majority of them were probably black and white people took that shit and made it their own story. But I'm saying if it was a cast of all Hispanic cowboys, I'd be about that shit too, probably. You know what I'm saying? And you got Bad Bunny between the transition shots. I'm all about it. You know what I'm saying? But for me, like, I, you know, but I would probably still be like, I'm going to prefer my gritty, you know, yeah. re- more realistic, even though not, obviously Westerns are fantasies as well. But when they try to make them realistic, you know, they try to make them gritty, you know. Oh, shit, I'm looking at my notes. And I, I was trying to think of different, um, what Idris Elba reminded me of in the, being in the box, like in that huge box of Michael Myers. And I also thought about Jurassic Park. Like, this motherfucker's not a velociraptor. You know what I'm saying? We don't need him in this box, bro. And if he's in this box, at least let him. Hey, yo, re- real quick in my notes, I have this too. Way too much singing. Why is there singing in this shit? I, every time someone starts singing, I fast forward. Do you remember? There's like a couple of times where people just like broke out into songs. It was just like, I'm, know, I'm, right I'm okay with some singing. Me too. It, was, it wasn't like dramatically too much. I remember like singing at the bars and shit. And I'm two, like, okay, that makes nah, sense. But in like, a two and a half hour movie, bro, we don't have time for that shit. <laughs> hey, two hours and 12 minutes. We don't have time. In a three yeah. hour movie, it felt like a three hour movie because they were singing. Bro. Yeah, it was Spider-Man, if it was three hours, they'd be singing at some point. But Gabe, yeah, I just didn't see to- emo Tobey Maguire dancing down, <laughs> down the street. Just like as as like uh, Tom Holland's like dying on the ground. Peter's like <laughs> yeah. doing the dance. Like yeah, He's yeah. like, why don't you help me? It's like, there can only be one, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and just like do a full cross but uh, Gabe, I, I know. And real quick, I know this is dark times. Like, we just lost Jamie, and oh yeah, 
But, Thanks for reminding me, bro. Like, and I know you're going through a lot, but we got to cut off Gordo. Right? You, you can't you can't keep getting away with this. The thing is, recommending recommending these things. The thing that frustrates <laughs> me with Gordo is that he will suggest a bunch of stuff to me, and then if I haven't watched all of these, like you haven't watched this shit yet, so I'll try and I'll watch one or two, and then I'll suggest shit, and he doesn't watch any of it. Like I told him, <laughs> I told him about uh, Link Click. You know, I told him about okay, that that's, shit. that's a stretch, I, though. And asking yeah, a person to can, watch anime is a stretch. He watches anime, though. He fucks what with anime. He's a shit. He's, so I'm he's like, bro, here's, the lunch break, here's the link on your lunch break. Watch an episode. Just click it. it. Just click, click that the shit. link. Hasn't watched it. And I'm like, all right. He just spent like 20 minutes telling me about the harder they fall. So I'm telling him about Line of Duty, a good-ass show. And he's like, oh, I don't like shows about cops. And I've never liked a show about a cop. And I'm like, bro, I'm trying to put you on to something that you might not have watched without me. Everyone is going to, you're putting me on to something that's mainstream as fuck. You know what I'm saying? The harder they fall, everyone is watching that. It's like number something on Netflix, bro. I'm, I'm going to eventually stumble into that. I'm suggesting something that you would not have stumbled onto that might surprise you. So I just never like British. Yeah, that's shit. that's yeah. why you come to Couch Bump for that yeah. that low key shit for that yeah. underground, I, I, not yes, not that mainstream anime or those mainstream shows, but that underground that shit underground that no one's talking shit, about, bro. but is better than everything and else out change. there. Like Ranking of Kings, Link, Ranking Ranking of Kings. Yo, literally watch <laughs> this shit. It is just better than most things. <laughs> I'm gonna watch an episode tonight, bro. Oh, uh, maybe t- <laughs> today before I knock out, I'll probably watch it. Yo, call episode. call me call me if you do like. I'll, I'll watch it with you because <laughs> it's just that good. I actually like rewatched it. Yeah, with, like it's only like five or six episodes out right now, but I rewatched it. And I was like, was it as good as I thought it was? And it I was, was. Just, it held up. I was just like, it's just still so funny. Damn, the people okay. I was watching it with were Tonight. like, yo, it's there's no there's not another episode. I was just Damn. like, that's when you know All you're right. like you done good, you know. Right, and even Key, who was like, even like Key? can't even be bothered to watch subtitles, couldn't even watch Chinese in yeah. Chinese. Linkla couldn't even be fucking bothered. She wow. was like, er, and then stuck around for the whole entire like Season? five six episodes. Uh, Damn. Also, there's a person in the show in Link or Ranking Kings that appreciates <laughs> jungles just like me. Oh, okay. He's, he's there for five minutes, but I'm like, yeah. this dude, this dude's my hero. Well, let's wrap this up so I can watch some of that before I go. <laughs> um, what would you, what would you rate this, bro? Hard, yeah, ranking kings, uh, ten. Of, oh, harder <laughs> they fall. <laughs> harder yeah. they fall is a um, is a futon five six, but it's wrapped up in like all good movie looking shit. Like it's a eight nine, but it's not. When you yeah. actually sit on it, that's like a poor, a poor review. But if it's you a, watched it, you'll understand. Yeah, it's a little. Except for Gordon, for who just doesn't fucking get it. Nah, I don't get it. It's Sorry, a little futon, in my opinion. It's not. Gustavo would get it. Shout out Gustavo. Oh yeah, he, Gustavo. he's the one that told me. That's the thing. I came in. So my dad, <laughs> my dad goes, "Hey, there's a new Idris album movie on Netflix. Shit's kind of weak." He says, "Shit's weak." There's a quote from Pops. Shit's weak, and I was like, "All right." And then, like, that same day or later on, Gordo's like, yo, Idris Alba cowboy movie, fire, bro. So I'm getting I'm getting hit with two different things. So I'm giving, <laughs> Who do I you trust me, more right now? Who do you I'm trust more? <laughs> I'm getting, my, my dad has a better track record. I'm going to be real. My dad has a better track record. Um, I'm going to give it a low futon. 
uh, can't really recommend it to people. Yeah. Um, if I mean, you'll know yourself. If you think, if you watch the trailer and it appeals to you, then give it a shot. It's on Netflix. So uh, but for me, not worth the time. Two hours, not yeah, it enough was, it story. Was just way too long. Not enough story or interesting action for it to be that long. You know, at least it had the creative. Just like it had the cast. The cast is yeah. amazing. And even though their performances aren't really that amazing, um, and they're still solid for the most part. Like, and it's not even their fault. Like Idris, Idris is a great actor. He could have had an amazing role, you know? They just didn't give him anything to do. I don't know if they only had like one or two days with him on set and he shot all his scenes in like 15, 30 minutes, you know? But it's like, bro, get him back on the set so he can be an actual villain in here. This, the whole the whole third act when things popping off and the, the classic shoot offs are happening in the in the town and they're running through the town. Idris is in the same building the entire time. He never <laughs> He's just like looking at his reflection in the window, just like, huh, how can I be depressed? Yeah. Shit's, then, uh, shit's weak. Shit's yeah. weak. So yeah. But, uh, yo, real quick, real quick. Uh if I were Jamie I'm thinking this is like a high futon to a couch bump. I oh, really yeah. liked it. Um, you you gotta like the actors. Yeah. Uh, but this was this was just like another Black Messiah, or it's just like in another Lakeith Stanfield movie where it's like on the outside it looks good. The Rotten Tomatoes in like all their reviews say it's like like eighty five plus. It was like the same score as Django Unchained, and you just yeah. you just can't. Can't trust shit nowadays. That, just couch bro. Just couch bro. You can only trust us, really. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't say anything. Just like, yeah. All right. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. That was another episode of Couch Bum. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, all of it. Um, <laughs> share with your friends. We have a website, couch-bum.com. Check it out. Uh, what are we going to watch next uh, next week, brother? I was thinking maybe Red Notice. Because that's oh, also on Netflix. Asked, though. I maybe know, bro. I, have, actually I have no... <laughs> Gordo also suggested to watch it. Oh, Gordo, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Gordo, yeah. why? And I told him, bro. And the thing is, I come off as a hater every time. But it's like, bro, you're suggesting a movie that's got The Rock... That's got Gal Gadot. That's got Deadpool, Ryan Reynolds. All that to me seems like Hollywood. Seems like your usual shit. The Rock is going to act like The Rock. Uh, Ryan Reynolds is going to be Deadpool. And Gal Gadot is going to be hot as shit with an accent. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell You know what I'm saying? Like, there's nothing... You know, and then he's like, oh, I don't like British procedurals. It's like, motherfucker, I'm putting you on some shit. And yeah, I'm, I'm starting to think Gordo's just uncultured, you know? We need to get him on the pod, bro. We need to buy him yeah. a laptop, bro. Get him on the yeah. pod. DK, he, we, he can come on. We just call him Jamie, you know? What's what's yeah. Gordo in English? Like, uh, it's, not, it's not fat. It's it's Jamie now. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know it's what Jamie. it means in Spanish. I don't want to insult the man more than I have <laughs> oh, to. No, I'm trying to be a good person now. But he's just making it so hard to be a good maybe person. Maybe he won't. Maybe <laughs> Don't watch Red Notice then, because I feel like there's gonna be yeah. a lot of Gordo bashing. Yeah, um, just watch uh, so, Ranking of Kings, and you'll be like, "I'm gonna watch some Ranking of Kings for sure, absolutely." Um, maybe, possibly, Last Night in Soho, if we can make that happen. Yeah, it's been very the, limited. If the good, 
Mm-hmm. Non-cam version comes out just yeah. in theaters, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The showtimes the have been super limited around me, to be yeah. honest. They haven't made it easy for me to watch, so I might have to figure out other resources, other ways <laughs> to watch it. Um, I'm probably going to watch some uh, – I'm always going to watch Dexter. I'm going to mm-hmm. watch some more Line of Duty. Um, but, yeah, I appreciate everybody listening. I fucking love you guys. Jamie, no matter what, you're dead to me. Don't even try to apologize to me, bro. He's done. Nah, I fucking love you, Jamie. Yo, Thank you stop and watch anime. All right. Yo, I, you know what? You know what, bro? I, after the last episode, my dad actually hit me up asking for the site to watch some anime. My dad has always encouraged cartoons, bro. My dad had fucking Batman animated series for me on DVD when I was a kid, bro. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, my dad was just like, days. watch the news. I was like, oof. Yeah, and then I, I well, once I was there, once he told me that, I just stopped watching cartoons on TV. Oof. Oh yeah, so just it was just it. like, yeah. 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 Then I just sort of watched. That's how I got into anime because I was like, what are cartoons on computer? And I was like, oh shit, there's so much out there. <laughs> Excuse me. Ah, all right, well, that was a fucking weave. Chill, bro. He's not even. I'm gonna have to explain. Okay, I don't even know. I'm gonna have to explain what that is and all that shit. I don't even know how to explain what it is. It, it means you're a cool person in, it means in you're Japanese. A cool person. All right. Well, I appreciate you guys listening. We'll catch you next week on the next episode of Casual. Love you Rest guys. Rest in peace, Jamie. Bye.